do you ever just uh, like have a word that you can't remember and it'll be a very simple word like frame or jug you know something and you, you just can't remember exactly what it is well I've been having that problem on this intro so I'm just going to start rambling because I've been trying to figure out exactly how to put this conversation in perspective because Dana is she's not just a beautiful body she's the owner and CEO of company that she started herself um she's been able to build this company up to the juggernaut that it is and sponsor the number 18 car and the nascar cup series um on top of all of that just her resume alone on top of that she's a mother of three kids and she'll outwork you in the gym um so i got a lot of things and i need to put back into perspective so talking to Dana really helped me personally, and I hope that listening to this conversation, it helps you out as well, because before her, this niche didn't exist. She started her own niche, you know, within the supplement industry because it's so flooded with garbage companies that it's amazing to see a quality product coming out that can be of use for everybody, not just the meatheads, the gym bros and you know, the Instagram models, but like your mom can use this, your grandmother can use this, um, has a lot of potential. And I'm really excited that I was able to sit down and talk with her and become friends. And maybe in the future, uh, we can do it again. And yeah, so I think I'm just going to go ahead and use this one for the intro. Um, my friend, Dana Lynn Kay, obviously more than just a beautiful body an amazing person, great mother, and a savage businesswoman. So it's my great pleasure to introduce to you Dana Lynn Kay. It's Dana Lynn Kay. Dana so Lynn Kay. So my first name is Dana Lynn, and then my maiden name was Jacober, and so then uh, my married name is Kay. I'm now divorced, but I kept my last name because uh, I have three kids. And I, you know, I wanted to obviously just kind of keep yeah. their same last name. They're, they're still little and all of that. So, and I'm not remarried. So it's just, I just stuck with it. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. It's kind of like going through your, your Instagram and everything and trying to figure it out. It seems like when you deal with divorces, everything gets difficult. So nothing really goes easy in there, but uh, we have started. So can uh, yeah. I will go ahead and do a little introduction. Um, today we have Dana Lynn Kay, as we just went over. Um, going through a deep dive in you, you are a owner and CEO of Devotion Nutrition. Um, yes. The big thing with that is you are the sponsor for the number 18 NASCAR team for Joe Gibbs Racing. And yes. if you look at your Instagram, you are pretty much bombarded with a uh, with I'm 42. Look at me. I look amazing. You can, too. And uh, I had to get you on, kind of talk to you a little bit more, see how you get into this whole world and uh, what your story is leading up to your professional career. So if you don't mind, kind of uh, just do a brief little intro, you know, kind of um, who you are, where you're from, and let's get this conversation started. All right. Well, thanks for having me. Um, so I'm born and raised in New Jersey. I'm down here in South Florida right now, but um, but I'm from New Jersey and um, 
let's see. Uh, I come from a family. Uh, my mom is a was a food scientist. My dad was a flavor salesman. That's how they met within the food flavor industry. Wow. And um, when I was a teenager, no, well, I was a teenager, twelve, like twelve. Uh, they started their own business. They had worked for my mom worked for Lipton. My dad was a was a salesman for many flavor companies. My dad was laid off. Uh, my mom was working three jobs. They started to scramble. How are we gonna, you know, are we gonna work for other people? Are we gonna, you know, what are we gonna do? And they ended up basically putting their life savings into starting their own flavor manufacturing company, uh, just renting out three little rooms and and they started, you know, from ground zero when I was 12. And so I grew up in the flavor industry. That's what my parents did. They ended okay. up landing a lot of massive accounts from Smarties Candies. Uh, my mom developed Arizona iced tea, the first three Arizonas. Um, and then we, my family has now manufactured Arizona iced tea for the last 30 years. Um, and then we have literally thousands of other brands that we manufacture, that my parents' company manufactures. So I grew up in that industry with my parents' company rising very quickly in in that world. They kind of, it was like the American dream. I got, a, got to be part of it, watch the whole thing unfold. It was unbelievable. And, um, and the company, you know, they still own the company 50-50. And uh, so meanwhile, kind of parallel to all that, me growing up, I was very into sports and um, I got into weightlifting when I was 12 years old, but my appetite kind of, you know, also uh, flourished and um, I started struggling with my weight at a young age. And I got very heavily into fitness. And then when I when I went off to college, I struggled a lot. I worked in the exercise physiology lab at University of Miami. And I was just trying to find like what my passion was, what I really wanted to do with my life. I wasn't too sure. I moved out to Los Angeles, ended up competing in, in figure competitions. It was the first time I really got my weight off. I was always mm -hmm. like the thicker girl. I was always struggling. So while I was out there competing, uh, I was put on a very strict diet. Obviously, it was a bodybuilder style diet. And I called home to my parents' company. So this is where it all kind of comes together. And I said, hey, I want to invent these like flavors that I can put because the diet was so boring when you're competing in bodybuilding. It was egg whites yeah. and oatmeal and the same disgusting protein powder that I was choking down every day. I would I had 12 tubs on my counter. One was grosser than the next. And um, I called home to my parents' company and I was like, hey, can you guys send me some flavors? Like maybe I could put these flavors like in my oatmeal, my egg whites. Like maybe I could like change the flavoring of the shakes. Like I started, you know, and it, it did help me. It helped me a lot. I started really having fun with like blueberry flavor and cookies and cream and like all these different things. And I really tried to like hack my diet, you know, like so that I could like survive yeah. this diet. So while I was- You have to. You have to. <laughs> yeah, you have to on fun. those diets. Right. And so I um, competed in that show and I rebounded. I gained my weight back and I was like, God, there has to be a better way. And I had the idea, I told my mom that I had this idea to like make these products called fit flavors. And I was like, mom, I could sell them. And, you know, people could like put these flavors in their foods. And, you know, but the whole thing was like 
you know, when they, when, you know, when somebody comes to you and they pitch you an idea and you're like, okay, but are you really going to do this? Like you're really yeah. going to turn this idea <laughs> Like how many people give you ideas all the time and then you're like, okay, like, let me see a business mm-hmm. plan. Like, are you really going to execute? But I was somebody who, if I put it out into the universe and I said, I'm going to compete, I'm going to do a show or I'm moving to LA or I'm, like, I followed through and my mom like always knew like what I said I meant. So she was like, all right, well, figure it out and see if this is something you really want to do. So I kind of put it to rest for a little while because I couldn't nail like the application of the flavor. I was like, eh, I don't know what's going on. I ended up moving back to New Jersey from Los Angeles and I ended up getting married. I had three kids, gained a ton of weight with my son. I gained 70 pounds. Then I gained another 55 pounds with my twins. I have a set of twin girls. And... After my competition, now this is 2012, I gave birth to my twins. I was like back where, you know, I was back, I was heavy, I was out of shape. I was like, oh my God, what did I do to my body? Like, how do I get back? So I decided, all right, I'm going to compete again. I'm going to compete. I'm going to do it. So everyone's like, oh no, here she goes. She's She says she's going to compete. Now she's going to compete. How is she doing this? Like working at the company, the family company, she's got three kids, you know what? But I was like, I'm doing it. So I woke up at 5 a.m. I got my workouts in. I prepped all my food. I was like on my grind again, even with my babies, all my, you know, whatever. And so again, this idea, now this is years later, I went back to the lab and I'm working now at the company and I walked into the lab and I'm like, I need these flavors. I need, I need to do these again. But this time um, there were, there were other lab people working in the lab and they were helping me out. And I was like, okay, maybe we could like come up with these better flavors and I'm going to put it in my oatmeal, my Greek yogurt, my shakes. And so um, anyway, so I ended up developing these flavors. I used them to compete. And then um I, I, once again, I was with my mom in the grocery store. We're walking through the grocery store. And I said, remember that idea I had in like, like six, seven years ago uh, about doing the flavors. Do you think I should still do that company? And my mom's like, well, is there anything out on the market like that? Like, is there, and I, I was like, I can't find anything. Like there's Mio and there's Crystal Light and stuff, but that's all for water. What about flavors for food and, you know, a delicious protein powder? That's like amazing. And she's like, you know what, Dana, if you don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. And mm-hmm. do you really want this? Cause I, you know, I, I would throw around the idea. And so she said, all right, if you want to go for it, like I, like I support you, I think you should just go for it. So once I had that in my head, I was like, okay, I'm going to start a business. And again, everybody thought I was crazy. Cause now I'm a mom of three, you know, I, I'm competing in figure and I'm working at my parents' company. And now I'm talking about starting my own brand. And it's like, what? Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. But like at the time I wasn't even thinking like how much that was. Like I probably, everybody thought I was crazy. I probably lost a lot of friends. Like I didn't have any time for anything, but I just like had these like blinders on to like do all, accomplish so much. And so um, I ended up, I had a, a business partner at the time, a girl who I was friendly with. She was a IFBB pro and she loved my idea and she's like, I'll do it with you. So I was like, okay, I have a business partner. This is good. And so we got to work developing this brand and I was part, I was the whole R and D. Um, and then we worked on the branding and setting up the back of the house and it took us two years. Meanwhile, I was using a protein that I was having everybody use. I thought it was delicious a protein powder. And I found out that there was a lawsuit with this protein powder that the, they were amino spiking it. And oh, so yeah. that meant, yeah. So basically That's they were lying common. about, 
right. It's, it was disgusting. And I felt so violated. I mean, already the protein powder would give me a lot of gas and bloating. And I was like, what's up with this stuff? But I was like, all right, I guess that's just like protein. And then I was like, God, it's so hard for me to put on muscle. I'm taking in so much protein. And okay, so come to show that the protein that I was using, they were claiming 26 grams of protein per scoop. And Half I was that using- that was bridge chains. Yeah. <laughs> I was using three scoops a day in my diet. It turns out they did a, you know, a third-party test. It were, there was 12 grams. Oh my God. Yeah. So for the listeners that aren't- exactly sure what branch chain spiking is branch chain spiking is essentially if you go to let's say gnc and you look at like the big tub of protein it's normally going to be between 25 and 30 grams of protein per scoop what some companies will do is they instead of using like a isolate or a whey protein or whatever they will actually use branch chain amino acids put those into the mix and then count that as, since it's a digested protein, it will count that as a whole protein. So like you're saying, you are only getting 12 grams of digestible proteins, whereas the other ones were basically just BCAAs that you just pissed out yeah. and the extra calories. Creatine, like, so when yeah. we, I would feel bloated and it, but like just fillers, fillers and crap. Yep. And I was, and I was mortified. I mean, I felt violated. I sat on the, when I was at the gym, when I found out and I sat on the floor and I'm like, oh my God, all these months of hard work, all these tubs of protein I bought from this company and they are laughing all the way to the bank. And the thing is, is I would always think like, wow, like they, they're, and the price is right. You, you mm -hmm. get what you pay for. Like, I'd be like, wow, this is super cheap. It's like, no wonder why it's cheap. Protein is expensive expensive. We're competing yeah. with baby formula companies and the big companies. I mean, there's whey protein on Doritos chips. There's whey protein, whey protein. So <laughs> the, the fitness industry is the bottom of the barrel. Like you get what's left. Um, not meaning like the crap, but meaning like you, yeah, you yeah. pay a lot of money for your protein. So the, the, mm -hmm. the, the scummy, you know, supplement company owners would be like, okay, well, you know, there's no margin in this protein, but if we put in these amino acids, we spike it with aminos, then on the nitrogen test, it's showing that there's 26 grams, but really there's really only 12. It's like they, they're laughing because now they'll charge less, they'll make more. And the people think that they're great for not charging that much when really it's like, yeah, you're not. You're not spending that much because there's no freaking quality protein in that tub. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know about this. I was mortified and I swore, I was like, I'm never using another protein again. And I marched into the lab and I was like, all right, guys, we have to create a protein powder. I want to make my own. And, but I wanted it to be a functional protein. I did not want to weigh isolate. Um, okay. I wanted to be able to um, make pancakes and waffles. I wanted to be able to bake with it. I wanted to be able to make ice cream, pudding, coffee creamer. I was like, this protein is going to be, first of all, it's not going to taste like protein. It's going to be so delicious that people are going to be like, what the heck? Because the people who, you know, struggle with getting the protein in are the ones, not the bodybuilders. The bodybuilders will choke anything down. Like they're like, what a thing for show, you know? Protein, like, bro. <laughs> yeah, protein. Like I'll take it in a raw egg. I don't care. Well, no, yeah. like I wanted it to be where people, regular people like me and like the moms at the schools and the, the yoga goers and the everybody, anybody out there, um, you know, who wanted to need extra protein and watch their diet. And everything. They had something that was like delicious that they looked forward to. And that also it was functional. So you could like bake with it. And stuff. So 
it took two years in R&D to nail Devotion's formula. I mean, I ripped apart every company's label. I took the stuff that I wanted in some, the stuff that I didn't want, the stuff, the flavor profiles. I went to the grocery store. I pulled different flavors that I wanted us to match and say like, okay, we got to taste like this. We got to taste like that. And so it took a long time. And then finally we nailed the formula. Um, we would do blind taste tests, you know, with tons of people and they would always go back and pick devotions formula, you know, the formula. Mm -hmm. And, um, and finally we were like, oh my gosh, like this is a, this is something we could bring to market. This is going to help people. This is going to change people's lives. And I was still competing in figure at the time. And I did two show preps using devotion. And I mean, I never, I didn't rebound. I didn't gain the weight after the show because I was satisfied my whole diet, my whole prep. Yeah. So in 2015, we launched Devotion Nutrition, you know, staying devoted to your healthy lifestyle. And uh, we had a line, we only had angel food cake and brownie batter protein. And Ooh, we had okay. 10 flex flavors. Yeah. The, the protein's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I've never heard of angel, like I've been around like protein powders since I was like 12, you know, like I've done bodybuilding, played hockey, like I fight. Like I'm a nutritionist by trade, so like I've like the fact that you're going through trying to figure out what will what you can bake with, you know, because yeah. I have like some clients that they use protein powder in their coffee in the morning, um, you know, making pancakes. You know, bananas are amazing with protein powder. You can make almost anything with protein powder bananas, and so t for the fact that you're actually going through and you're finding out what works and what doesn't, because there's little hacks like putting chocolate. Uh, protein powder into Greek yogurt to turn it into like yep. a pudding type thing. A lot of people aren't aware of those little like hacks. That, but I like, wanted you to be able to do it without all those things. Yeah. So devotion protein on its own, all you need is water. You don't need a banana. You don't need egg. You don't need, now you can. I mean, you can, I mean, if you, you know, yeah. guys have more calories, some women, if yeah. I'm on a, it's different. If I'm trying to get like really lean and I'm pulling out calories and food, then yeah, it's going to be great that I can just make a chocolate pudding with just water and it's my protein powder and eat it off a spoon and it tastes like brownie batter. So I wanted it to be where you don't need to run around and, and add all these ingredients and find, I want it to be where it's like, you know, if you want to add it, great, but you don't have to. If you want to make a pancake with devotion, it will keep, it'll hold the moisture, you know? That's it awesome. wasn't, it's not going to be like a dry isolate where it's like cardboard and you're choking it down. Yeah. I also like your branding because kind of how you were saying, and I don't want to like blast any like companies' names out there, but like we all are kind of aware of like the companies that do the branch chain spiking. They spend a lot of money on their marketing and yep. colors are very out there. And your branding and marketing is very simple, but I don't mean that in a negative way. Like it's, you, you get like, I'm looking at your branding right now and it's just very simple. And yeah. normally when companies don't focus so much on like, Hey, look at us, look at me, look at all these colors. The stuff that's inside the product is actually a quality product. So that's really cool that, you've actually incorporated some simplicity in without trying to like overcomplicate things. Everything from the beginning, I have no proprietary blends. Um, everything that is in the product is on the label. I do all third-party testing on all my products. I use the products with my family, with my kids, myself. Um, every formula is, you know, like I said, in, made in-house in yeah. my family's company, and so, yeah, it, I really, and I put my say, myself as the face of the brand because 
yeah, I, I don't, I want the focus on the great products, the story behind the product, the integrity, the trust you can have in the brand, the quality. Um, mm. It's not about the flashy, you know, like, like you said, like all the, the gimmicks and all the stuff. It's basically about, you know, staying devoted to your healthy lifestyle and using a brand that you can trust that, you know, is not about secret potions and blends yeah. that we're not telling you how much, you know, if people want to, if people say, Hey, I need to know how much marshmallow root is in your GI formula. It's like, it's on the label. I promise you that's what you're getting. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not it's like, a, Oh, it's our secret blend. <laughs> yeah. So we're in 2022 and just a little bit of information on what proprietary blends are is you can literally put anything in there. Um, if you pick up one of like the bigger pre-workout companies, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll have like, you know, all their caffeines, like, yeah. and then like, it's normally like the caffeine, creatine, the B12s, like all of those things are thrown into these proprietary blends and they'll say it's like three grams overall. What they're not telling you is two and a half grams of that is creatine. The rest of it is, could be rice flour. It, it literally could be yeah. anything because it does not matter what's put in there. Those labels don't always have to be accurate. So getting down an accurate label is amazing. Um, yep. There's there's a few companies that I know do that. Axe Sledge is really good at doing that. Um, and then obviously your company. Um, so we've kind of gone through how you've, like you got through the formulation and everything. Yeah. I kind of, I'm more curious as to how you get into the business. So I know the fitness industry sucks. Um, it's extremely competitive. It is cutthroat. They don't care about you. Um, and it's very egotistical. So with that being said, did you find any like barriers of, you know, being like, not to be offensive, but like the, you know, the stereotypical, like pretty woman, you know, did you yeah. ever come across anything that kind of like prevented you from getting in? Oh um, yeah. And I'm definitely treated differently. I, okay, I feel yeah. like I'm the black sheep of the industry. I'm a female owned company. Um, and I've always been, but I, I've stood on my own. I've stood by my brand. Um, you know, do we get the notoriety? Do, does, do we, you know, I, I find that like, if there's a big event, are we featured? Are we taken seriously? Like a lot of times, no, they want the metrics and the, you know, mm -hmm. you know, those companies that are yeah. okay with big, big money, big flashy. <coughs> Ghost. <laughs> yes. And I've, I've never gone in trying, I've never t taken out more of a 10 by 10 booth, no matter how much money I have. Really? I, I'm like, you know what? Oh, yep. At the Olympia, I was like, just I, all I need is a 10 by 10, a simple 10 by 10. I don't, I'm not playing whose D is bigger game. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, yeah. I'm not trying to, I'm basically like, you know what? My company stands on its own. It And, you know, the supplement industry, a lot of companies go in and out. They have like their height and then they crash. And it's like, they, they're like the, it, the, they get white hot and everybody's like all about them. And remember, you know, I mean, there's a lot of companies where it's like, everybody's all about. Oh yeah. This there's one trends. Yeah. Trends. My company has never been trendy on purpose. I'm not trying to be a trend. I'm trying to be a real, I mean, I'm, I will be seven years in the industry in October, 
I want to be a le- I'm a lifestyle brand. I'm a brand that I want. Eventually, my goal is to be like a household name where it's a product that people use, they trust. It's not a gimmick. It's like I've never made people false promises, being like this fat burner pill is gonna get you shredded in 12 weeks. Like I'm not like what? Yeah. No. Like I'm. You know, I've always been like every product that I do. There's nothing with caffeine in it. Like even my Jumpstart shoes, I did essential amino acids and nootropics. I'm like I I am I do not want to be responsible for getting your heart race your heart rate going because I have women in their 40s 50s 60s 70s using my brand and loving it and then they let their kids use it and then they're you know or you know my kids are 10 and they're making pancakes and waffles with the protein and my son has a shake before his soccer game like everything has to be just legit family friendly the women usually buy it the husbands end up stealing it you know because they're like what the heck are you drinking then then the guys try the devotion and they're loving it now we have men and women using it just alike um and i've never tried to compete with these other brands trying to go after i'm not trying to go after hardcore bodybuilding i'm not trying to go after hardcore anybody i'm trying to go i would like to just enhance American lives. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I want it to be, it's a brand that you can bring in to every. So I'm, I never feel threatened or I never feel that I have to compete when I go to these shows. And so, like I said, I'll take a 10 by 10 booth. And if we aren't, you know, uh, front and center, that's okay. Like I'm not looking to be this like flashy, crazy. I don't make all this content that makes it look like we've got chicks in bikinis and, you know, got everyone on the beach. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not trying to be shreds. I'm not trying to, I just, I want this to be like a very quality, trustworthy brand. And that's what I've, that's what we've created. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely tell. I mean, when you do go to other websites, you know, and like, I'll just use like a historical one, um, muscle tech, you know, like back in like the Jay Cutler days, it was Jay Cutler with a chick in the bikini on a beach, you know, and like every, everything, that's just what it was. And a lot of supplements do get geared more towards the bodybuilding industry, the fitness industry, and kind of going into the Olympias, you know, the, uh, the Arnold's, um, doing, doing things like that to where you kind of went a different route. Um, like as you're kind of explaining, you know, you're more of like an all purpose every day for every person, um, you know, that can use the, the protein, but it's not just protein. You have like these, the, the flavor packs, those are amazing. Yeah. Those, by the way, those are a game changer to put on literally anything. Like when you're dieting and you don't want to eat cottage cheese and boiled chicken anymore. And like just having some flavor to change it is amazing. But you also kind of went outside of the traditional bodybuilding and you're a major sponsor for NASCAR. Yeah. So NASCAR from, I'm not a NASCAR fan per se, um, you know, driving like in circles is weird for me. I completely yeah. <laughs> get, I, I, I get the sport and I understand yeah. the appeal and, and the magnitude that that sport reaches is insane. It's global. So how do you, as you know, just a, a simple single mother with a company, blow up and get to be one of the major sponsors on a NASCAR track. Cause that's a, that's well, a big feat to get to. NASCAR was appealing to me because, you know, like I just said, I did, I've never used 
like like the young girls in the bikinis on the beach, that whole thing. However, I have now I'm 42, and like you said, when you go on my Instagram, you will see pictures of me in mm-hmm. little fitness outfits or in my bikini or whatever, because I do believe in empowering women and people to feel their best. And the thing is, when you're talking about protein and you're talking about, you know, really watching what you eat, whatever, these are people who not only, I mean, health is number one, but people who do aspire to like, hey, I want to build some muscle or I want to feel great in my jeans or like it is, you know, the supplement industry or that that industry that if you're buying a tub of protein, you probably do care about your aesthetics as well. You want to, you know, and so there was, there's something very you know, sexy and empowering about saying like, look, I'm a mom, I'm a dad, I'm a this I'm a that, and I can feel great and look great. And also, you know, I show off my mom who's 70 and I'm like, Hey, I'm 42, but check out my mom. She's 70 and she looks like a babe. Like, like look how she's kept herself, you know? And mm-hmm. genetically we don't, we don't got it genetically. Like we have to work our butt off. So NASCAR is something that's like, kind of like, okay, everybody's, you know, drives a car, whatever, but it's like, there's something sexy about it where it's like, you get to like, take this crazy, crazy fast car and you're racing as fast as you can around the track and you're battling these other cars. And there is a risk involved because you could smash up at any minute and who the heck gets to drive their car that fast ever? No one. So it's like these race car drivers are like getting these opportunities to do this like crazy thing that they're like driving. Like we have a Toyota Supra and you know, it's like, I don't know. So there's something appealing about that sport and that the people mm-hmm. who follow it, they kind of, you know, there is, there is that edge that people have where you've got to be competitive. I mean, NASCAR fans are hardcore, you know, they have their driver, they have their car, they have, and they also, you know, do want to see just, just like my fan, you know, my clientele and my fit, they are aspiring for more and they do find it like, kind of empowering to see like people live their best lives. And so there was just something appealing with NASCAR and we had the opportunity, um, you know, to work with Trevor Bain and Joe Gibbs racing. And I was brought the opportunity. I, we, I did some uh, dirt car racing, Trey Bain. Um, I, we've been on his dirt car for a while and we were doing uh, Trevor Bain's truck series on his car. And so Joe Gibbs, um, Joe Gibbs asked Trevor, like he wanted to make a comeback. Trevor, you know, was a race car driver a few years ago, um, won the Daytona 500 and as like, I think the youngest ever. And so Joe Gibbs was like, look, if you can find a sponsor, you know, we've got the 18 car and this could be a really cool opportunity. And so, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. So I didn't do like a full-time thing. And like, Mm -hmm. like we weren't sure how Trevor was going to drive. I mean, he's been amazing, but we weren't sure. Like Trevor had been out of the car for a while. And now, you know, Trevor had a lot going on in his life. He's got four kids. He has a coffee shop. He's a coffee shop. So it's like, he had this opportunity to race again. And so, you know, he said like, look, if, you know, if you'd like to come to this meeting at Joe Gibbs, let's see if I can like get into like, we you know, eight races. Let me just do some part-time driving and we'll put devotion on the car and devotion, you know, we'll, we'll get involved there. And, and the whole thing. So we flew to North Carolina, we went to Joe Gibbs and we sat in a big conference room and discussed the whole thing. Like how would this be beneficial for, for me? And then obviously Trevor getting behind the wheel and the whole thing. And 
So we put the deal together and I was like, yeah, like, you know what? Like, I, you know, I've been sponsoring all these other things where we do, we do ice hockey, we sponsor like a, some summer leagues and things. And we've done, we do road bike racing and running races. And we do, we're at yoga studio. I was like, let's try NASCAR. Like, this'll be fun. And yeah. you know, you get a lot of TV time. Uh, Trevor gets a lot of PR. We would get an opportunity to go to all the races. You know, I've been to almost all of them. I think I've only missed two and we have two more coming up that I'll be at. And, um, it's been quite an experience. It's, it's definitely put more eyes on the brand. And, um, and so it's, it's been awesome. We got Trevor back behind the wheel and he's gotten to prove himself that, you know, that he's, he's definitely a top driver and, uh, yeah, and it got devotion, you know, got some, some views, you know, some eyes on us. So yeah. yeah for sure. So does that put you, when you, when you are a sponsor of a car like that, does that put you in like more of like a, uh, a leadership position or like a boss at all? Or like, do you have any say in what goes on or you just kind of hope that they put everything together the way you want in the racing aspect? Uh, I guess just like, like how your brand is being shown on the car and and like how much and kind of like, you know, if he's being late to practice, do you get to yell at him a little bit or anything or, you know, well, you know, we, they, they handle like their strategy. I mean, they're a winning, they, what are they, the mo- one of the most winningest, if not the winningest race team ever. So they handle their strategy. I mean, some of the stuff, obviously, like we've been upset about, like some of the the pit crew decisions We're like, what the, you know, like we've, we've had right. some tough losses. I mean, Trevor's come in second quite a few times now, but and we feel like, you know, was it pit crew decision or was it a call from the crew chief, whatever it is, I have no say in that stuff because I'm like, okay, leave the protein to me. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah, I'll yeah. Leave it to you. Yeah, as far um, as like putting like your brand on the car and how like yes. accessible it is. And- so when we put the whole car together, like the whole, Trevor had a guy who he's worked with for like designing a lot of his cars. So basically what we did was, we first worked with this guy and we designed like our dream car. And mm-hmm. then Trevor took the car over to Joe Gibbs and we had to make some changes because they're like, well, you can't have this here. You can't do that here. And we were like, all right. And so a few little minor things where, you know, maybe another sponsor or something, but we're, we're really, there's not too many other sponsors on the car. It's a whole devotion car, but there's like a little where they'd say, okay, the side panel, we can't have anything here. But other than that, you know, once they saw it, they tweaked it and then they approved it and everybody was happy because we brought our ultimate um, design. I actually would like to, de- I want to design, redesign the car for the next two races, but um, we're part of the whole process. I, we were part of the process designing his fire suit, we, um, you know, his helmet. We got to see, I, I you know, Trevor would te- text me and be like, hey, what do you think of this? And then once I, you know, gave the approval, even the, the all the pit crew all wears devotion, um, you know, they sent us the pit crew design and then we'd say, Hey, can you switch that to like pink? And can you put this on that? And, you know, and, and then we, I give the final approval for everything, you know, they won't run anything until I say yes. Cause yeah, it is my branding. It is our, it's, it is representing us and that's what we paid for. So they're not going to do anything without me giving the final yeah. approval. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So is it, how many people are in your company with devotion that, that are ultimately responsible for these decisions besides you? I am the head honcho. I am in charge of 
the day-to-day devotion stuff. Now, my mother is a silent partner in the company. And by silent, I mean, you know, like I said, she's almost 70 years old and she's like, look, I grew my Mm -hmm. empire. I did my business. This is your thing. I support you. I love you. I love devotion. I believe in what you're doing or I wouldn't, you know, she loves devotion. But, you know, she, I'll call her, we discuss business things. I'll put stuff. And then, and then ultimately, you know, sometimes she'll give me business advice that'll say, mom, you know what? You're right. I'm all right. Forget it. I'm not going to do this. Or we talk it out. We come to a decision together. I mean, that's the beauty of it where, you know, a lot of times when you have business partners, and this is what happened with my old business partner, you start to butt heads and you don't have the same passion and you don't have the same drive and, and vision for where your company's going. And so I, I bought out my original partner um, a couple years ago because she, you know, didn't have the same vision and she didn't have the same passion and she didn't right. have the same patience. She thought we were going to be like, you know, we were going to blow up in like no time. And I'm like, no, this takes years. Like it doesn't, it, this is not like, I didn't want us to be white hot. I wanted us to really like slow, steady growth. Let's grow this mm-hmm. into something, you know? And she didn't, not everybody has the time and patience to do that. Yeah. And I just believed in it too much to walk away. So I, I bought her out. But as far as the day-to-day, I do the day-to-day devotion. Um, I do have a right-hand woman who helps me because um, I could not do all that on my own. And then I do have employees in shipping in my, you know, we ship everything from our warehouse. Um, you know, we have events, we have all that. We have a marketing team. Um, so we do have content creators, social media. Like I've slowly built this amazing team slowly. When I say slowly, I mean, I'll try people out and then I'll have to get rid of them if they're not working. Like I just, you've got to really mesh with the brand, understand the brand and have a passion for the brand to be part of the team. Cause we're slow, we're, we're small, but we're mighty, you know? Yeah. And the, the cool thing that about your brand is like you were saying, some get really white hot, really fast. Those are the brands you don't see you know, six months later, you know, they're, they're in and out. Like, uh, I just, we, everybody knows those names, you know, there's a million of them. Like the biggest one I can remember, and this isn't to, to shit talk them at all, but concrete there, it was, uh, like the micronized creatine and like this tiny little, like half ounce scoop or whatever it was, that stuff tasted amazing, but scientifically it, it did absolutely nothing, you know? So, but they, but they branded it to, for that big pop and you don't have that, that branding. You have that branding that just from my perspective is it's going to be around, you know, it's going to be here for a couple years minimum, you know, I mean, like as it stands now, everybody kind of like changes every few years. Um, And one question I was curious is, so you have a a right-hand woman, um, mm-hmm. but I don't really see like on your website, a lot of places that would be like, you know, women owned, proud women ran things like that. Is that not something that you're wanting to push and you're just trying to keep it like a company for all or just not yeah, really? It's not about? a brand for women. I mean, it, it's, it's a brand for everyone. Like, cause like I said, I have a lot of men who are absolutely, um, some of my biggest influencers actually on social media have been men who are like, you know, just regular guys 
with great mm -hmm. followings who are like, why aren't you making you know protein waffles? And this is, you know, I've one of my biggest influencers for years is a guy who is a concrete layer up, uh, you know, up north. And he was big on Weight Watchers and he had a big following and he still does. And he would make all these, he called them big ass waffles and he'd make big boy brownies. And he's like, I'm using devotion. It's the best stuff. And he lost all this weight on Weight Watchers. And he has this huge fault. He tells everybody like, this is how I do it. And he's like, guys, you need protein. And, but he understands that he's like, I'm a big boy. I want to eat my brownies. I want to eat my waffles. I want to whatever. So it's like some of these people, like, you know, people just assume because I'm a female and I do have a female employees that it's, oh, is this a company for women? And it's like, no, it's protein. It's for everyone. And the products are for everyone. Um, so I really don't, I, I don't like to put too much emphasis that it's woman owned, even though we, we do talk about it because we're proud of that. But it's like, that shouldn't make us we, I don't want that to like, we're good because we're good. It's not that we're special because we're women. It's because I can play with the big boys. Like my protein can stand next to all the other brands with, with pride. Like it's not just because like, it's I'm not good just because it's a woman. It's because it's freaking good. You know? I love that answer. That's, that's <laughs> honestly the best answer ever. No, I, I, I mean, I know you got to get out of here soon, but like not to be controversial, I feel like so many things are labeled as like, you know, this is amazing for a women's company or, you know, this is right. for this and whatever. And I've never understood like, no, if you're good, it this isn't weightlifting, you know, this, this is business. And if it, it, to me, maybe it's just me being like immature and sexist. I don't know, but like, I've just always looked at it as like, if it's a business, it, it should compete with all businesses. Um, you know, yes, so I agree. for you to stand up and just say, no, you know, I can stand with the big boys. That is amazing. You know, that's, that's a true testament of who you are as a person, you know, kind of like throughout your whole life. It seems like you're just like, no, I'm doing this and you're really doing it. So I know you got to get out of here pretty soon. I got to hear just a little bit more about what you have coming up in the future, what your plans for for yourself, for the company Devotion through NASCAR, kind of any future sponsorships or anything else you got coming on up? I don't know. You know, we haven't even crossed that bridge as far as NASCAR. Like I said, we have a couple more races left. We're going to be in Las Vegas next. And we have um, here in Miami, we, we have a race at Homestead. Um, so we'll see. We'll see because, you know, I, I, I kind of need to take a step back and look at my numbers and see where – you know, this year I know I want to put more, I had money, um, from COVID, COVID during COVID, we weren't doing all the trade shows. We weren't mm -hmm. doing all the traveling that we used to do. I used to hit every fit expo. We were at all the, you know, a lot of, uh, I was heartbroken events. when the Arnold shut down. Well, I was heartbroken cause I lost all my money. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, a there was a couple of people that I followed that they were doing the same thing. It was, everybody was ready to go in like two weeks before the first year of COVID. It just kind of like shut down and the Arnold was, oh, it was terrible. It was, it was yeah. like, like almost the day of, they told us we're not doing it. They said, yes, it's on, it's on, it's on. And I, we had flights. I mean, I had somebody flying from California. I had reps coming out. I had, we had a, a big booth plant of oh, the whole thing. Oh my God. I lost thousands and thousands of 
dollars. Oh, um, you know, we still we still have our flights we need to to actually use. That at least the airlines were nice, but we lost a Airbnb that we rented for all these people. We lost tons of money. Um, mm-hmm. We shipped product there. We had to ship it all back. It was such such a waste of money. So. Yeah, we, we shied away um, for a little while with obviously because of COVID, we didn't do anything. And now I'd like to put some money going back to some trade shows and like being, um, okay. I would I would like to also, I'm working on some functional foods for devotion. Um, I would like it to be where, meaning it's like a ready to eat, you know? So oh, we're nice. devotion yeah, protein. Yeah. Yeah. So right now we're in the R&D process of doing that. I don't know if it's going to be a bar. I don't know if it's going to be... A muffin, a donut, uh, who knows? We've got some great ideas, but we are in R and D to test. Like, and and I won't launch anything unless it is like unbelievable. Like my protein yeah. has to be unbelievable. So it is like anything that I launch has to be unbelievable. So that's a work in progress right now, and um, and the macros have to be really good. And um, yeah, and then what else do we have going? I mean, this wellness line I just launched and the products are great. I'm so proud of them. I've got a GI product. The formula is unbelievable. And that's been selling like crazy. It tastes really good. So I actually would like to roll out some more flavors in those. I did one flavor of each. I wanted to see, test the water, see what everybody thought. So I'd like to do that. And I am going to come out with a couple new protein flavors this year. I'm going to discontinue one flavor probably our sweet potato pie, uh, even though it's absolutely delicious. It was a, it's a cultural thing. People who don't understand sweet potato pie are like, what? Sweet potato? Yeah. It's a Southern thing. I feel like it's a Southern thing, but I'm like, oh, yeah. so you'll drink, you'll drink a squash, a, a, a pumpkin. Everybody's into their pumpkin lattes, but Lola, sweet potato is going to throw you for a loop. Like that's only like, in the fall though. You can only have pumpkin spice lattes in the fall. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Well, so I'm going to change the name and we're going to we're going to either make a whole new formula if the lab can nail it. I'm going back and forth or I will just rename sweet potato pie because the bottom line is that protein is delicious, but if you let the name get in your head first, then you're going to be like, "Uh, oh, all weird." So I will, you know, I don't know which one I'm doing yet. So I'm working on a lot of things. I have a lot of, of cool things going on, but nothing is like you know, sign sealed delivered yet. Everything's new coming, you know, it's yeah. on its way. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. It's, I like being able to, to see companies that are in their grow, like in their growing period is you have the ability to make changes on the fly and you can actually see the growth in real time. And once you put new products out, you'll get to see how it does in real time too. Um, can you make strawberry taste good? Because I've yet to come across the company that strawberry is decent. Yes, we made, we had an incredible strawberry flex flavor. In fact, it was my son's favorite flavor. And I discontinued it because none of the fruit flavors, for some reason, with the flex flavors, were big sellers. Everybody wanted like candy flavors. Everybody wanted like creme brulee, birthday cake, you know, all the, all the, candy stuff. So we discontinued, but our strawberry was so good. So I, I would like to play around with doing something strawberry. Now, for some reason, we haven't been able to get a really good strawberry application in the, um, strawberry cheesecake. Yeah. Like that plate. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know why our lab had a lot of difficulty doing fruit flavors with our particular protein. I don't know if fruit flavor comes with more like acidity 
for the flavor. I'm not right. too sure. So I know that they tried because I wanted to do a blueberry crumble. I wanted to do some, you know. Oh, that'd be awesome. I know. So we'll see. I'm we. I'm always tr- testing and trying, and we're you know bringing them ideas, and then they send me stuff, or sometimes they just say no, we can't do it. But we'll we'll see. Like I, I, the cool part about Devotion is is that because I'm not such a massive company, like I can make a lot of mistakes and try stuff out, and then like be like, okay, and then like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like, oh, that didn't work, and then so because we're not. It's not like we're under this like huge microscope where everybody knows of us. Like, so I do have this like kind of like a cult following of of these awesome like devoted customers, and they give me their feedback, and I'm like, this is great. Like, they'll say like Dana Mocha Java is amazing, or they'll say you know, well, I wasn't into this or this, and so you know, I've had I've changed up the brownie batter a little bit. Now it's like even better than ever. Angel food cake, I can never touch again because one time I tried and everybody was in an uproar. <laughs> so, you know, you just, you got to just like keep pivoting and then stick, stick with the, what is amazing. That's, and, and don't take it personal. Like some of the stuff I have, I've learned, I can't take it personal if like, I love the sweet potato pie, but I can't take it personal that it's not selling. I understand. I mean, it sells, but like I said, it's right. the name that throws people off and I can't take that personal. If, if you don't grow up knowing what a sweet potato pie is, I get it. You would probably be thrown off too, you know? Could just call so. it like holiday pie or something. Yeah, that we need to, we have a name, we have a few. I think I think it might be sinful cinnamon. We might come up with, because it's cinnamon. Oh, okay. That's all. Yeah. Sweet potato pie is just cinnamon protein. Like that's all it was, but it has this like marshmallow topping flavor. So it's like unbelievable. Oh, okay. It's like red hot candy. And it, you can make protein coffee cake and waffles like all the cinnamon stuff it's so good but because it was called sweet potato everyone's like oh potato potato i'm like oh yeah no that that makes complete sense yeah i honestly i don't know if i would buy it because of that name but i'm also not from the south but i would have to try it like a hundred percent i've tried every kind that i can come across so, I mean, I would definitely have to try it. So yeah. you got to keep working at it and, and get it out because I definitely want to try that one. So, all right. Well, I will uh, go ahead and get you out of here. Um, just one more question and get yeah. you on your way. So what would you tell an aspiring business woman or man coming up? It's kind of because you're doing it on your own. You know, I mean, like you don't really have, you know, like a conglomerate of people behind you. This is you, your company. You're doing it on your own. Um, Any entrepreneurial like direction you take, you're going to get knocked down. You will never succeed the first time. You're going to go through failures. What would you say would be a good thing to get over those failures to keep moving and to keep being, you know, as your brand is called devoted, you know, to your mission kind of, yeah. Make sure that whatever company, any product, anything that you do, you have to be so freaking passionate and like you said, devoted to it. And mm-hmm. the why, why are you doing it? Is this, is this strictly for money or is this, do you truly love the product, love the brand, love the, I mean, because it, you could be in this pushing your same product. I mean, this is seven years that I'm still going on social media. I'm still going to shows. I'm still talking about these darn products. And yet I come alive every time I start talking about my, pro- I love 
my products. I love my brand. I love what it's done for people. You have to be able to stay in the game. You know, that's what I told you about my ex-business partner. She lost her passion for it. And so mm-hmm. you really, anybody, because look, a lot of things can run out. You don't want to run out of money because then your brand is doomed as well. So you've got to be really smart, run a tight ship. I have done everything that I can do myself. I still work tables. I go, I work every show. I will pack samplers. There is nothing that I ask my employees to do that I won't do. I will do it first before I hire anybody. I'll still do the customer Um, service. I'll still do social media. There is nothing anybody does that I won't do myself. I'm not above any, any area of my company, unless I just can't do it. Like I don't do graphics. So like, I don't know how to do them. I'm not trained in graphic art. So, but I will make sure that I, you know, find somebody, but there are, but things that I do myself, I do. You've just, I keep a really tight, tight ship and, um, I would say just make sure that you just have such a love and a passion for what you're doing. You know your numbers um, and you know you know your, your, your margins and you know that you can scale it. And you've got to be realistic to like where is it going to go because, you know, some people either don't dream big enough or dream too damn big and they end up focusing way out there when it's like, hey, let's just mm-hmm. work on this day to day. Let's get a solid foundation yep. and then – with that, it will take us there. But let's stop worrying about being the next, you know, craft or something when we're like, we're like, we're right here. Like, let's just yeah. worry about, you know, yeah. getting, being solid over here. Yeah. Or yeah. people tell big ideas to small minded people and those ideas get crushed and they never yeah. even get off the ground. Just some people just don't want you to succeed and they don't think that anybody can because they didn't. So. It's, yeah, you gotta it's be careful amazing. who you share your dreams oh, with. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah for you sure. gotta be and with people who really, you know, I think my, the best person that I have is my mom because she will tell it, you know, she'll say, Yes, I believe in you, or she'll say, uh, Dane, this might not be you don't want to do this, or you know what I mean? Yeah. And and I can really trust her, but but the reason why is because she started from ground zero and now she mm-hmm a massive empire so she knows what is possible yeah you got like a built-in mentor type thing which is pretty sweet yeah no that's awesome so yeah all right cool well i will go ahead and get you out of here um if you want to kind of tell my listeners where they can reach you at the devotion website uh races you have coming up and any other dates you may have planned yeah okay so devotionnutrition.com is our website um, we're also a social media. We are heavy on TikTok, on Instagram, um, and you can just type in Devotion Nutrition anywhere. Um, my handles are always Dana Lynn K, and um, I'm also very active on social media. And then, um, yeah, our next race is October 15th, which is also Devotion's seven-year birthday, and we're in Las Vegas. And uh, hopefully we will be down Victory Lane. We're waiting for that win. Oh, that that would be awesome. That would be amazing on our seventh birthday. Yeah. Bring home a win in Las Vegas. Come on, that's what we're waiting for. Yeah, yeah. All right, I, I don't watch NASCAR, but I'm going to have to pay attention and root for you on this one. So yes, so we got hopefully those two you get races, it. Las Vegas and Homestead, and so. Yeah, we've got two more chances. We've been, we've already done six races, and so we've yeah. we've been top five almost like all of them. I mean, we've been really front and center, like oh my gosh, just right but there. 
we're right there. We were just second again. I'm like, come on, we're right there. Yeah. I mean, second's big, especially in NASCAR, but once you get that first one, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But if you get that first one, yeah, if you get that first one, I'm going to be extremely stoked for you. So Uh, I'll start paying attention for the rest of the season and, uh, Hopefully you guys can pull out a win. So I will be rooting for you. Hopefully all my uh, listeners will be rooting for you. It's been an honor and a pleasure to speak to you. I hope to speak to you soon and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And that's going to do it for today, guys. I want to thank Dana for coming onto the show and blessing me with her time. Extremely grateful. learned so much about her that um it's going to be amazing to be able to talk to her in the future again Uh, also go over to devotionnutrition.com hit up their store and check out the uh, rainbow pack flex flavors it has everything that you're going to want to be able to kind of try them out um zero calories zero sugar it's with stevia and it's gluten free so you know go over check them out pick up the sample pack Um, They also have all their merch for the racing team and everything like that. And you can also go over to our new website. That's right. Fighterstory.com is live. We finally have a website up and we're slowly becoming a real community. So keep downloading the show. Make sure you tell your friends about it. Share the episodes online. uh, Like everything online. And you can find me at I am Rob Childs literally everywhere. And show Dana some love while you're at it. And she's at Dana Lynn K. So go ahead, hit us up. Enjoy the rest of your day. That's going to be it, guys. I'm out.